Hi everybody, the Complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share a couple things that I've personally experienced, and after years and years of really just trying to figure out certain qualities of myself, especially in regards to things that have been really challenging for me to try to be better at or understand, especially in regards to certain types of jobs you might work. Um, I wanted to make a little list here of types of jobs that I personally think that people with complex PTSD might tend to struggle with. So if you're in one of these types of jobs and you're really having a hard time with it, it might be connected to your complex PTSD. And why do I say this? Because I've mentioned on here before that I think a lot of times complex PTSD can create sort of like this learning challenge. So whenever you're in grade school, junior high, high school, and even into college, um, it's sort of a learning challenge where it's if you're, it's your memory. So it's like our long-term memory, our critical thinking, problem-solving, all that stuff, things just getting into your memory. Um, So for example, if you're sitting in class and you're just stressed out from your trauma or fear of what's going to happen when you go home, you're not sinking anything in when you're sitting in class. You're just, there's not much that's clinging on the way it's supposed to. And so in the future, like when you take a test or something, you're probably going to get a bad score on the test because you can't focus when you're in class. And even when you're trying to do your homework, it's not making sense because, again, your brain might still be in that stress mode. And so it's just not sinking. Um, It's not going in the way it's supposed to or the way I would say it does for most people. Um, So in regards to that, if there's certain types of jobs and there's something very specific in relation to all these, if there's certain types of jobs where um, you're supposed to remember something, but it doesn't. It's not something that's brought up often. Um, it's probably going to be really hard for you to remember how to even handle it. So, for example, one job I did I, when I was in college, I worked in the library. And they had one of those new, very modern, like a printer, scanner. It did everything, copy, whatever. And everything was attached you know, through your email and there were about 10 different buttons you had to push in re- in t- to do this one thing. And there were 10 different buttons you had to push to do something else. There were like 10 different buttons you had to push to do this. And people would ask me about it maybe every other week. So obviously I knew how to make a copy of something. That's pretty basic. Um, but there were just other very specific things that someone might want to do. And if they're only asking you about them, let's say once a month or every other week, every two weeks or so, um, it's really just not gonna, it wasn't sticking in my memory. So I literally had to type out a piece of paper, on a piece of paper, all of the 10 steps you had to do. So if somebody said, how do I do this? I would say, I would just show them the piece of paper on the board and then they could just do it um, on the wall. I put the, I taped the paper to the wall. Um, so it would be right there. And then I wouldn't have to remember it because I couldn't remember it. Um, so some of these jobs relate to that because I was talking to someone the other day at 
one of my jobs, my spa job, and she was originally supposed to work up at the front desk. And she said, I knew within two hours I wasn't going to be able to handle this. And I said, I know what you mean. It's not a job I could handle either. And a big part of it is the memberships. So within the memberships for like if you get a membership at a spa, like for massages and facials and stuff, um, there's so many details in regards to that membership and in regards to the type of appointment you can book, the length of appointments. The day your membership starts is not the first. It's the day you purchase your membership. So if you purchase it on like the 9th and you come in two months later and want to get a massage on the 1st, your credit has not been pulled out yet. So you will have to pay out of pocket and wait until the 9th. And just all these little details. And I was like, I can see why you wouldn't be able to handle it up front because I wouldn't either. So I know what my, my skills lacking are. And I know that I've said before, I, I learned how to learn when I got into college. I took a class on how to get things into your memory. But if it's not something I care about, I'm not going to work to get it into my memory. So, for example, I did historic preservation and I was a tour guide for five years on the Underground Railroad in Morgan County, Illinois. So I know the Underground Railroad in Morgan County, Illinois, like the back of my hand. I know it really, really well. It's all in my memory because I, I did it routinely, weekly, for five years. So that is in my memory. Um, now, if I had just been on a tour about the Underground Railroad, and then you asked me a month later, what did you learn? I'd be like, I don't know. I, I just remember a couple little things. But since I did it for five years, weekly, you know, I remember it. So that was something I cared about. That was something I chose to remember. You know, I chose to get it in my memory by doing the tips that I learned in that class. Um, and the same if you're in school. If there's a certain subject you're into, you know, and you learn how to get that into your long-term memory, then you're going to remember it. Um, but in regards to certain jobs that I had when I was younger, so I did retail for a very short time, and I tried to be at the computer where you check out and everything, and maybe once a month there would be like a return I had no clue, even though I was taught how to do it, since I wasn't doing it every day or at least every week, I had no memory of how to do it. Same for discounts. Um, if there's a lot of like changes like that, that just aren't happening often enough, I just couldn't remember it. And same for that front desk, like at where I work at, it's, you just never know what's going to be called in or thrown at you. Another profession is a lawyer, and the reason I say lawyer is there's a lot of extremely specific details you must remember, and you really need to know them off the top of your head. So you have to have really good memory, in my opinion, if you're going to be a lawyer. Um, also, you can't be irrational or impulsive, but lawyers can be dramatic in the courtroom um, for reasons of getting an emotional response from the jury. But you have to stick to your logic. So if you're you know, a lawyer in the courtroom, an attorney, um, you really can't have an irrational or impulsive behavior type. And if you do, I just have a feeling, I, I don't know, I just, if you can make it work, that's, that's great. But I just think that that would be challenging for a personality type like that. Um, a surgeon is another one. Very specific details to remember. Lots of memory. A lot of schooling for that, um, you know, but that's another one. The number one job I would never do because it has so much 
memory and you got to remember exact steps and you're put into different situations a lot of the time would be a cop there there's no way i could ever be a cop um there's there's so much detail there's so much okay they did this they said this you can do this you you can't say this you you can't say this to a person you pull over you can say this um in this situation you can do this blah 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 there's so much thoroughness involved it's it would just blow my mind that would be one job i could never do another thing i had an experience with is theater acting i did that one time and i'll never do it again because unless you are a hardcore lover of it and you have found a way to remember your lines and you just love it i could see it working for you but if you're not hardcore about it like i'm not hardcore about it it's i don't it's not something i i care a lot about I think it's a nice thing. It's great that we have theater. Um but yeah, you the remembering your lines for stage acting is massive. Um and the only way I was able to do it was with a voice recorder. Um that was it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have remembered my lines. It w- it was extremely stressful. Two other things that I think stand out to me in my own and in relation to this stuff only because there's a lot to remember and there's a lot to save up for financially is owning a business and owning a house. I don't do either of those things. Um I have no desire to own a house because there's so much to save up for. You know, a new roof, um getting, you know, something's leaking, you have to get it fixed. Um taking care of your yard. I mean, there's just a lot of financial stuff involved if you want to own a house. same for owning a business doing your taxes quarterly um saving up and knowing every little penny that you're spending i'm not a i'm not a penny pincher like that i just don't function that way so if you tend to have a scattered mind and you're impulsive with your money like i've been in the past these two things don't work well for you um if i had a house it would probably be falling apart um if i owned a business i'd probably be overspending and wondering how can i do on more money i just It, those things just don't wouldn't work for me. That would be so much stress. It wouldn't be worth it. Um, so, in regards to all of this, types of jobs that have worked out for me, one of the funnest jobs I ever had was a caterer. Um, you just load up the food. Somebody else cooks the food. You load it up. You look nice in your outfit, and you go to parties, and you just watch people eat food. I mean, it was a lot of fun. The people are a lot of fun to work with. I was also a host at a restaurant, super easy. Um I was a waiter, and you might say there's a lot of memory required in being a waiter and there is in regards to the menu. And the only thing about being a waiter I didn't like was that the menu changed seasonally. So the first time I was ever a waiter, I really really worked hard to rem- to remember that menu. And then springtime came, and they're like, "Okay, we got the new menu items." And I was like, "New menu items?" I was like, "I just remembered these." and so it was you know they were changing it and i was like uh-oh and i eventually got used to it and sometimes i would forget things but for the most part i was able to be a server um and it it was all right but i used to work in the kitchen and i actually liked that better cuz it was a little bit more um my style i was what was called an alley coordinator i worked at red lobster a long time ago and i was in between the kitchen and the server so 
I ran the food out and I made sure the, the tray was decorated. And then I would, if the food was sitting there, I ran it. So it wasn't just sitting there getting old. Um, and then I stocked up the server's things. So self-explanatory. And I really enjoyed that job. Um, but then when I went to massage school, that was probably one of the best things I ever did. And in massage school, you actually learn a lot more than you would think. You learn medical term- terminology. You learn pathology. Um, so again, a lot of stuff to remember, but it wasn't as intense as like being a doctor or something. It wasn't nearly as intense as being a nurse or a physical therapist. It was pretty self-explanatory. So as long as you know basic things like what does Lyme disease look like? What does um, ringworm look like? You know, what do these things look like? And I've never even had clients who have ever had that, by the way. And I've been doing this for 15 years. So massage is pretty self-explanatory. Um, yeah, you need to know where the, what muscles or what names for what muscles. Um, and you know how to be sanitary. That's all pretty easy stuff. Um, but I always recommend if you have ever gone through, grew up in trauma, massage is a great field to go into. The ambiance alone is so calming. The music, you know, the candles, just everything is like, it's there to help somebody heal. Um, and that's just awesome. Another one, um, my, so my other profession is history and I do historic preservation. So there's a lot of things you can do within history. You can teach it, which I don't want to do unless I can do it the way I want to do it. I'm not going to follow any book. I'm not going to follow any type of school system that tells me what I can and can't say. Like, I'm going to say whatever I want to say, and I'm going to teach real history. I'm not going to teach watered-down stuff. Remember this date and remember this name. Blah, blah, blah. That's just a bunch of crap. Um, So I like real history. Um, The you know, politically incorrect, true accounts. Um, and I'm not a type of historian to where you have to have primary resources. I think you can learn a lot from oral history and oral traditions within families. And, you know, it's up to you if you want to believe it or not. So I'm, I'm more outside the box. That's one reason I never got my master's or doctorate, because so much of that is, you know, you must have this document, you must have this and I can see why they say that, but I just follow my own my own leader when it comes to this field. Um, and the other thing is, you know, within history, some other things you can do besides teaching. Um, trying to, you could work in museums, which I've done before, and I got kind of tired of that after a while. It's sort of the same old thing. And a lot of times, certain jobs can be very political, and I don't like that either. Um, so I'm, I'm sort of lucky that I am where I am um, with what I do in history. And I'm trying to think of a few other jobs that if you have been through trauma and you do have a scattered mind and you might be irrational or impulsive, um, you know, not to say you wouldn't ever be able to own a business. It just depends on, I would say, how you go about it. Um, and not to say you, you know, Owning a house would forever be outside the realm. Of course, there's lots of people who have been through trauma who own a house. Um, These are just things that I wouldn't do. Just because I know one of my comfort zones is I have been impulsive with money. So I wouldn't want to ever get to a place where like, my home was foreclosed or anything like that. Um, 
So I, I'm preventing that from happening by just never buying a house. Um, but these are just some of the things that I always notice. And like I said, when I was talking to somebody the other day, and she was like, oh, I, I wouldn't be able to work up front. That's way too much for me. Uh, too much to remember. And I, I knew exactly what she meant. So um, it just kind of reminded me, you know, my jobs in the past that I, I really enjoyed and was good at and jobs that I was like, nah, this is, this is not working. Something's not working. And for years, I never knew what it was that wasn't working. I never knew how come I couldn't get it to stick the way other people could get it to stick. Like they could remember it. And I was like, how are they remembering how to do this? Um, and I think a lot of it just goes back to that. It goes back to that ability to, um, your brain to hold on to it. And, you know, if you have a more calm brain and it's not stressed out from trauma, I mean, everybody has stress, but there's different levels of stress. But if you are growing up with that and it's affecting your brain growing up, I think I think that's just a huge piece of the puzzle. So definitely don't beat yourself up if there's a job and it's just not, you're not getting it, like it's not sticking. Because I used to really beat myself up and then I get really depressed and... Um, I used to do that with school, too, um, whenever I would get bad grades on tests, because I would try so hard, and then it really wasn't until I took that class in college that it just taught you how to learn differently, and it taught you how to take better notes, and it taught you how to read books differently. Um, that was a just a life-changing course. So, anyway, I just wanted to share a few of these things. This is the Complex PTSD Guy signing off.